1: Hey everyone, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to touch on how to have and conduct productive team meetings with your dance teachers and your admin staff. But before we start on today's show, I have a special announcement that I will be hosting a free five-day challenge for dance studio owners looking to make their businesses glow from the inside out. So for five days, I'm going to deep dive on how to give your studio the glow up it deserves. Yes. <laughs> During this time, you will establish your goals, involve your team, and master your marketing and automation strategies in just five days. This challenge will take place from the 25th to the 29th of March and is completely free. In the Dance Studio Glow Up Challenge, each day I'll be hosting a Facebook Live video in my group, The Business of Dance, and provide special worksheets to those taking on the challenge. And with this challenge, you'll also be able to enter a free spot and a very special coaching opportunity, which I will announce soon. So, head on over to my Facebook group which is facebook.com slash groups slash business of dance to get more updates on the challenge or you can sign up to reserve your spot as they are limited by heading to Coaching.com forward slash studio glow up but for today's episode when it comes to running our studios we all have different leadership and business styles but there are some key factors as to what goes into having productive meetings with our teams time is something we all wish we had had more of and so of course having these meetings to be most efficient and time effective as possible for everyone is crucial when it comes to our communication. In this episode I will let you in on my top tips for how my team and I have created and structured our meetings over time to generate the best possible outcome keeping everyone on the same page each and every week to have maximum productivity at my studio. My first tip is to set your weekly non-compromisable date and time. So basically, set a time and date to have your meeting in a manner that works best with your team, whether it be weekly, fortnightly, monthly, or whatever it is, but have it on a regular basis. So for example, my team and I have quarterly in-person training, and then we have weekly check-ins on Trello as well as Facebook groups where I will leave tips and tricks on different teaching techniques I've tried out and a whole range of different things. And if you can organize more frequent meetings, then that's awesome, but depending on the your studio is structured and the amount of team members that you have it's not always possible and of course things may come up from time to time and emergencies do happen but do your absolute best and reiterate the importance of the mandatory attendance of these team meetings to your team this is so important as you want your team to understand the significance of the meetings And where possible, record the training to share with team members and build a training library that you can then share with new people that you onboard in the future. These meetings are essential when running a business and by keeping everyone on the same page with new information, it really does leave less wiggle room for mistakes or miscommunication as everyone does have the same knowledge. So the best thing to do first and foremost is to set a time and have that time stay the same all year long, you know, minus certain holidays or particular times of the year. So for example, I try and do my meeting like the Saturday before we go back each term and allowing the meetings to stay consistent and a fundamental part of your communication with your team will really allow for them to start looking forward to them and to ensure that you are getting maximum attendance at each meeting. My next tip is to come prepared with your notes. And this may sound like an obvious point, but it's extremely helpful when you're in the midst of a meeting with your team and want to cover all the necessary information. When meetings occur, there are times when we can all get sidetracked and forget to mention a topic or issue or someone may actually bring up another point, which is really, really awesome. But it's important to stay on track so possibly then to make a note of what to come back to. A great way to avoid missing any important topics is to have your own personal notes or jot points down of things you want to cover in the meeting or you can even have it written down on a whiteboard if it's an in-person meeting and I will literally prepare a timetable and print and share with my team so they know what to expect and they're all quite like efficient people so they like to know what is coming up and what they can expect of our meetings you can also ask your team members to come prepared with notes or questions if they have any concerns and i will discuss that a bit but being prepared for the meeting every time can save you and your team time and really does contribute to an amazing productive team meeting style Point number three is to time block your topics to stay on track. So basically to categorize your topics. And as mentioned, it is really crucial to come prepared with your own notes and topics to cover. To take it one step further into maximum productivity, you can map out or time block how long you want to cover each topic to stay on track with your meeting. Of course, one topic may need more attention than another, but having your list of important issues, announcement changes, etc. and designating an order to discuss those topics will help avoid you and your team from getting sidetracked. Again, using a whiteboard for this when having an in-person meeting can really help. And another suggestion is to message your team ahead of time and have sent out a mini list or a memo for that week's topic or discussion theme which really does keep everyone on the same page, literally. Another point is to have a group chat to have others on your team throw out suggestions or questions they want to ask in the meeting and this can really help you prepare ahead of time and be on track before and during your meeting. Tip number four is all about using meetings to energize and inspire your team members. So week to week, we as studio owners and as teachers, they have such a busy schedule. And when we are organizing these meetings, I think it's so important to use the time to really inspire and educate them for the term or whatever period that you have coming up moving forward. Now, for example, some of the things that I have done in the past and like to do is brainstorming activities for warm-ups so we might you know put out some whiteboards or use that brown like craft paper and put a theme or idea in the middle and then get them to write down their favorite warm-ups or their favorite corner exercises or classroom management so I just pick like four or so topics and then get them to brain dump for you know 30 seconds or so and then rotate so it's like a, a quick brain dump exercise and then I can really grab that info and put it together in a document to have like an ideas document for them to refer to when they are moving forward. Other things that I've done at team meetings in the past is to really sort of thank and cherish them. I've organized little gifts to give them and things that they can use when teaching. I have gone over what props and what teaching resources I have for them that are available to them so they can really be mindful of the resources they can use in the classrooms. And I've really, really spent a lot of time and energy sort of distilling down our values as a dance studio and getting them to reflect that on and in each and every lesson. And with that in mind as well, when we have done our values in the past and we actually this year just redid them, I did it with my team members and I got them to write down the things that are important to them in the studio as well and what they see around the studio because while it's all well and good if I was to go away and say, okay, well, these are our values and that's fine as well. I do think it's hard for them to really feel ownership of it and have an understanding of how to apply them in their classrooms if they've not been privy to the way we actually got to those answers. So, you know, values elicitation is a huge one to do with your team members. To keep them excited and engaged, I often will share little inspo videos at the meeting. I will also schedule things to go out to Facebook groups throughout the term that inspire them and educate them. There is a heap of amazing educators out there with information specifically on these little topic areas and niche areas and I like to follow and like those pages so that I can share tips and tricks throughout the year and throughout the term and throughout the month as well. So I'm really mindful of constantly trying to invigorate them with new ideas so that their lessons don't get stale or boring and then as a result, I'm going to be doing better as a business owner because the kids are going to be loving their classes even more. Some other things that I've included in team meetings in the past just to get you... Uh, some ideas flowing is obviously throughout the term sometimes generating enough social media content can be tricky so things I've done is like a uh, like a selfie challenge and a, a quick video challenge so at the start of this year I like put a timer on and I made them run around and I said you have to take three selfies and three photos with other team members and I gave them like two minutes or something and was like, three, two, one, go. And so everyone was running around the house ha- ha- while we had this meeting at my house, running around the house, taking photos and being silly and laughing and having fun. And so it was really great. Then we can use those photos and videos to you know, educate parents and students about our teachers moving forward throughout the year. Uh, another thing we did sort of in that group of activities was we did a, I, I had written up a couple of questions I wanted them to answer to then go away and share about uh, the studio. So I um, wrote a couple of questions down, a piece of paper, gave it to them and it was things like, you know, what do you love about teaching? What are you excited about this year? Blah, 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 blah. And then they I gave them, again, a couple of minutes, allocated some areas around my house and got them to video it then and there. Because I can tell you, and I'm sure you've known from experience, if you were to send it to them and then go away, some people really hate um, video and so they might dwell on it or try and make it perfect and it's never going to be perfect. So I just wanted them casual. I just wanted them having a quick chat to the camera. It didn't have to be a long video and then I literally got them to airdrop it to me then and there or you can send it via messenger. So I had a copy of it and they could... Um, leave knowing it was already done and they didn't have to think about it anymore. So that was something fun that we did. I also include like breakout activities where we break out in different groups and they will often then break out in different genres and talk about what's happening. And then depending on the time of the year as well, we have focus groups for like concert work or exam work or new student attraction or student retention or whatever it is that um the focus is on during that time period. So these are a couple of ideas to really use meetings to or also energize and inspire versus just giving them sort of notices that you read out. Now I, I'm a big believer in if you can write it, you know, down, do it versus having to, them to have a meeting just to read out like a book. So I also have a teacher handbook which has all of like the rules and regulations I guess and things they need to be mindful of which is important to go over but I don't like to use meeting time to go over these things each and every year. Um, I will give them a hard copy and I ask them to you know send me a message once they finish reading it and if they have any questions so I'm able to then really follow up with them. Point number five is including professional development opportunities in your meetings. So while it's not possible every single meeting to have a speaker or a guest, or financially sometimes it's just not even a possibility, but depending on your area, there would be a lot of people who are happy to come in and chat for maybe possibly a small fee or there could even be a parent at your studio who has huge areas of expertise that they would love to share with your team and it could be to do with nutrition and diet or additional learning needs or you know, you could really then dive deep into things like depression and anxiety and how it affects kids in this day and age. And there's a lot of foundations that have speakers that go out to speak with groups. And you could even open up this to parents or, you know, other students or teachers in the area if you're interested in collaborating as well. Now, if you don't have anyone in your close sort of proximity, that is really you think going to inspire and to actually educate your teachers and provide a professional development opportunity I do encourage you to reach out and see online if there's anybody who you really admire who's doing great work that you could organize to have you know a call or for them to pre-record a small video or a workshop so for example at my team meeting earlier this year I had the wonderful Erin Pride from the Dance Boss podcast and I'll include her link down below. She's been on the show before. But I got Erin to create a training for my team members all about how to apply their values as a person and as a teacher to my curriculum and my sort of rubric for the term and really make the lessons their own. So even though I have requirements that they have to meet every term or every year, it's all about how I want them to create individual lessons that really show off their individuality and show off why they are teaching that particular class and really make it their own. So Erin did a wonderful training and I loved having a recording of that. Um, in the future, I'd love to have her live so there could be some interaction but she was able to create some interaction via email which was great and then I also have a recording of that video that now I can share with other teachers every term or I can also refresh that content and share with those teachers again later in the year or they have access to that video when they want. So point number six is all about the benefits of questions and listening. Leaving some room at the end of the meeting or setting a designated time to answer questions is vital to having any productive meeting and to ensure team's voices are really being heard. These questions may be asked based on the topic at hand, but if they're a question a team member has that maybe doesn't fit in with the topic at the moment, again, you can politely ask them to write it down or make a note yourself and answer them at the end. It's also important for your team to feel like they can ask questions and speak up during a meeting and this can give your team members confidence within their role at your studio and take more initiative in the future. Asking questions and giving honest answers with your team can build a positive rapport and strengthens your team's relationships. When we step into the role of the business leader, we must be able to direct the meeting as well as be able to give our team the freedom to express their thoughts and ideas. So you never know what brilliant ideas your staff may have until they are given the freedom to actually share them. My last point today is point number seven, and this is all about having a meeting ending time and doing your absolute best to stick to that. Or, for example, as well, like if you're doing a video in a group each week and you really want to make sure it's a bite size or, or, or consumable for them to watch it or listen to it in a, like a reasonable amount of time and not ramble on for like a thirty minute video. Then really set yourself a time limit and have a timer going when you record it. And when mapping out your topics and your time, looking for notes and things, and leaving room for questions, it's really important to also take into consideration a time in which you want the meeting to finish. And this does help you and your team plan their schedule around the meeting and ensure they can be on time for the classes they teach or if they have another part. Part time job or kids or whatever they have going on in their lives. And when you have a strict time you never surpass, you can have the freedom to conduct the meeting in an organized manner and plan your topics accordingly. If it's productivity we are aiming for with our meetings, then time must be on our side and it's our job to structure them in a way that is efficient and work best within a designated time. Of course, if there are any topics that do not get covered or something is missed, having your team's group chat like I mentioned is great to send bonus notes or reiterate any important points discussed in the meeting. Lastly, I've just got two more little bonus tips and the first bonus tip is to designate and design meeting times if you also have remote employees like a VA or IT staff or anyone that you work with consistently. And for this, you can have a meeting virtually or on Zoom and can create a special link to use time and time again with that particular person. So again, if they're not something you work with regularly, like a contractor, well then I wouldn't worry about it. But if it's someone that you're working with very consistently, I would also extend the opportunities that you are creating for your in person teachers or admin people to those people as well. Alternatively, if there is an on-site team member who wasn't able to attend a meeting and you don't have time for another in-person meeting, jumping on Zoom with them for a meeting recap can be beneficial for both of you. Or alternatively, like I said, recording as much of the content as you can from your meeting to then load it up and create yourself your own little training library, which is awesome. So those are my top tips for having the most productive team meetings with you and your team. I know as a business and studio owner myself that coordinating you know a weekly check-in or fortnightly meeting isn't the easiest thing at times and that's why we do that quarterly in-person team meeting like I mentioned but I have having the opportunity to Um, have access to online things is just so invaluable but having those regular touch points and in-person meetings can be such a game changer for you and your team and I know myself after a meeting with my team I normally feel so inspired at the end knowing we're all on the right track and our minds are working together to create an amazing dance experience for our students so I hope these tips can help your team create positive meetings and generate clarity for everyone on board and in turn create more profit and just more sort of power and happiness in your dance studio. So this, again, is just a reminder to make sure to join us for our special five-day free challenge that I'm hosting very soon, which is the Dance Studio Glow Up Challenge. And in this challenge, we're going to be diving deep on how to give your studio the glow up it deserves. So we'll be talking about establishing your goals, involving your team members, and mastering your marketing and automation strategies in just five days. And again, this challenge will take place from the 25th to the 29th of March, but there will be replays, and it's completely free. Each day, I'll be hosting a Facebook Live video on my group, The Business of Dance, and provide special worksheets for those who are wanting to take on the challenge. And there's also a special prize opportunity if you get involved. So feel free to join my Facebook group in advance, which is facebook.com slash groups slash business of dance. But if you are wanting to sign up and reserve your spots, as they are limited please head over to ClaireOcheCoaching.com forward slash studio glow up. And that's studio G-L-O-W-U-P studio glow up. And I hope to see you inside the challenge. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day, wherever you are in the world. And I look forward to speaking
0: with you really soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at